0: This is a test of the Boundary Park Alert System. Hello, welcome to uh, the Boundary Park Alert System with me, Matt Dean, and back from holiday, Andy Halliwell. How are you, Andy? Hi,
1: mate. Haven't missed anything.
0: (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Not really. Um... Yeah, you have. Yeah, well, you haven't, but you know, um, and we, we've also got Andy Roberts, he's going to get confusing this, isn't it? With Andy Roberts and Andy Aliwell, I'll just have to refer to you both by your full names. Hi, welcome to the show, Andy Roberts. Howdy. So, you've been away for two weeks, Andy. You've missed a few games in that time, haven't you? Like, in you know, in, in, in terms of actually being able to go and watch them personally, but um, you've caught up with most of the action, I guess. We're recording on Monday night after what was an extremely disappointing afternoon at Boundary Park. Um, We lost 1-0 at home to Solihull. 2-0, sorry. Um, And um, I'm just, I'm really, really, I'm as low going into recording this podcast as I've ever been since we started this podcast. So when you think about how Shocking! It's been over the last few years of regarding this part. I just feel like I'm very, very dejected. I'm very, very fed up. Um, probably for different reasons than than other people are feeling it. But should we talk about today's game? I mean, we Boreham Wood we, we, the other day was was nil nil. It wasn't much to write home about. I know. I, I know people have, have been referring to the fact that Oxford City beat Boreham Wood four nil today. Um, Boreham Wood only had twelve. 12- fit professionals before the game against us so I'm sure that having played uh, two games in three days has probably taken its toll on the uh Borenwood players which has contributed to them getting a whooping off Oxford Oxford City today but um, has anyone want to comment on the Borenwood game before we move on to today?
1: I, I missed the Boreham game uh, because I was flying at the time in the same way that I missed the older shot game because I was flying in the opposite direction so I've been away for a fortnight but I've watched the other three games So I watched um, Halifax at home on stream, streamed it, streamed today's game. And obviously I watched um, the Chesterfield game on BT. So I've seen three out of five games in in the time I've been away. Um, I mean, the last time I was on here, I was pretty scathing of the South End. (laughs) Absolutely. Just, you know, I was a shocker. Um, I mean, of all the performances, of the three performances I've seen subsequent from then on TV... I don't think any of them were as bad as South End, in my opinion. I mean, they weren't great, obviously. But for the Halifax game, we had a lot of possession, just no cutting edge. Um, I no midfield to basically yeah, thread the ball through, which we've or we're on repeat saying that every time. Shearing and Shelton in midfield as a two, just don't really work. Um, the Chesterfield game, yeah, it was proper part of the bus stuff. It was it was the difficult watch. The Chesterfield game was the difficult watch. But you know, you take a point there any the day of the week. So actually it wasn't that bad. And and the and the stats suggested we, we were quite comfortable throughout. So that was all right if that's the tactic you know employ. Um and today's game, I mean it's just I don't know what would have happened had Fondop stayed on. I'm not sure we'd have done much better, <laughs> which is probably the, the biggest issue. Um we could have been one up, company not we if Sheldon had a knot. Pulled that one wide at nil nil, so we it could have been.
0: I said Alex Reed missed an open goal, mate, an absolute yeah, yeah, open yeah. goal. Like you know, <sighs> shocking. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought in terms of like what you said about. I thought we, I th- I think with eleven men, we we would win that game. That was my my feeling. I'm not saying it we, we were we were, you know. Absolutely brilliant, but I thought Fondop was doing quite well uh, with his flick-ons and and knock-through and stuff like that. I think he was having a decent game. I think he's got all his hand up and admit fault for getting sent off. Stupid yellow card, first thing in the, you know, first minute of the game like that. We should have been up. Like, the, the, the Alex Reed should have scored. Like, there's just, you can't. That's not the manager's fault at the end of the day. Like, that is just incompetence in front of goal. Like, it was an open net. It was, it was, it should have scored, simple as that. So, I think what you said, it's been, for me, it's been since the South End game, it's been fine margins. And unfortunately, we've been on the wrong end of these fine margins. And I think that. I'm not in. A, I'm not panicking because it, because it's fine margins. I think if we'd lost every game four 0 like with the South End game, I think it would be something to panic about. But Andy, you Andy Roberts. You're not. I mean, I'm, I don't know how I feel. Like I said, I'm. I'm mean, really. I'm really down at the minute because I think after everything that we've we've been through as a club, everyone was hoping for a positive start to the season and some feel good factor. Yeah. But it's and it's not happened, and you know that was more of a hope than than an expectation, I, I guess. Really, I mean, it's what you hope. I mean, maybe we did expect it. But how are you? How are you feeling after off, off the back of these last couple of games? Uh Well, um, bad.
2: <laughs> it, it, it's it's the, the simple answer. Um, yeah, we 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 we, could, we could look at every match on its own. Uh, you, you, you asked me the first question. What was about Bowen Wood? Well, David Underwood said they were missing two midfielders. So, this seemed to be our, our excuse how we're, we can't play because we're missing two midfielders. I, I, don't we have a better squad than Bowen Wood that we can withstand missing two midfielders? I, 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 I can't understand it. Uh, uh, we 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 won one game five one, great. Well, let's take that on. Next game, we're absolutely dreadful. The same players that were great then are terrible. I, 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 how 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 can this be? We, we, this should be the best time ever to be an older I think manager. You know, we 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 wiped all the past out. We've had a full season to generate players. We've been in players in all last season, and yeah, I, I can't understand how we can possibly be so bad.
1: I mean, for, for the, the thing that I said on after the South End game, which I've just observed on the three games I watched again, is how we've managed to come into this season. I know Lundstrom and Dan Ward are injured. Um, and all the two midfielders that we signed. But how we haven't addressed the obvious massive issue of somebody who can dictate the game in the middle of the park and pass the ball around and want it in the middle and drop a shoulder and beat a man and th- thread the ball through. How-, how we've not addressed that problem is is, is a real issue. Um, well,
0: surely and- the, the, the management will say, well, we have addressed the issue. It's just that they're, that they're injured, isn't it? I mean, how many centre midfielders are we supposed to like bring in over the summer? I mean, Dan Gardner... <laughs> played- Dan Gardner yeah, but, played today, and I thought I thought he was man of the match today. Dan Gardner, we got the first 90, first ninety minutes out of him for all season, um, yeah. but you know I, I'm sure the manager would love to play Dan Gardner for ninety minutes every game if he could, because yeah, but, he does but, make, he does make the difference.
2: Yeah, but but, but we, we we do have all the midfielders that we had last season when we actually went on a run, and yeah. we've still gone backwards from that.
1: Yeah, and um, and and in that in that yeah, we have at the minute. You're absolutely right, and I guess you know as people have pointed out, a lot of those in that run, it was a good run. You know, um, he, he addressed most of the problems. We were nice. We, we were tight. We didn't blow many teams away, did we? Um, so what you'd hope, what you'd be hoping for over the summer is that they had identified all the major positions that needed recruiting, get them in, and then. It would be a complete sort of change in approach from the start of the season. And that's why I was so disappointed at South End. In fact, I was in shock <laughs> because it was so bad. And mm. I couldn't believe how we'd started. Now you can put that down to one game, circumstances at South End, okay. Then we go and blow someone away five-one. I don't think all you know all the shots are gonna, gonna um cause too many teams big trouble. So it was a comfortable win against a relatively poor side in the league. Um, and beyond that point you'd be hoping to start to put your stamp on games and, and the issue, you can understand the frustration from the uns without camp because because it's because of the sort of negative setup in in games and the fact that we're not getting on the front foot, the fact that he goes with to use modern vernacular a low block over a high press, he just doesn't fancy a high press it does doesn't appear. So he goes with a low block in games um makes people you know if pe- people are wanting us, Given the last twenty odd years, to be going all out blood and thunder attack, aren't they? That's that's what the terrace is baying for, and, yeah. and I mean baying for. They 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 want Andy Little, David Ayres. They want you know Neil Adams, Rick Holden, strikers. You know, pumping the ball into the box and trying to. Unsworth is not setting us up like that. So that yeah. he's setting us up defensively first to sit back with a low block and then counter-attack. That's why I think he fancies Devan Green because Devan and Green's done, you know, like okay under Unsworth because it suits him with his pace. And that's what people complain about. The, the thing that the thing that is the issue for me, you know, we're talking about Unsworth here. Maybe we should continue that first. Is it's just the behaviour on the terrace is is the issue. Um, it's okay for people to want him out. If, I mean, if he lost his job tonight, I think he possibly couldn't, he possibly, you know, he, he might consider himself unlucky, but he couldn't complain really based on the it's a results-based business and the start he's had given the backing he's had. But the major issue for me is not to address that center midfield mid-field position. But if I just, just finish finished on, on that point, is we're in effect expecting Josh Lundstrom to be like prime Andrea Perlo yes. <laughs> in order to make the difference, and I don't think the kid is going to be able to do that. He just hasn't got the experience. Like Dan Ward plays sort of left of centre, so he's not that centre midfielder who's bossing the game. Josh, Lund- if Josh Lundstrom's it, then th- that could actually be the thing that changes the way we play entirely. But I- I'd be surprised if it is, and, and I guess that's that's kind of that- that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm, I'm not calling for him to be sacked. I'm not baying for people's blood on the terrace. I'm supporting the owners and the board of directors who are in possession of all of the information that I'm not privy to. So that's the stats, that's the players' performance, that's all of the barometers, metrics, and you know uh, the, 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 the points in the sand that they will be looking to, looking to measure um, performance against. They'll make their decision when they're ready and they have my full support.
0: Yeah, well, that wasn't the feeling amongst a certain section in the Rochdale Road end this afternoon, was it, Andy? Roberts?
2: <laughs> no. Um, and there was a, a really great level of support for the team. People were cheering for the team. There were I'm not going to lie, there were a few people around me shouting abuse at the odd player, and I don't condone that. Uh, particularly Will Sutton, I think he... He's a great player for the future and he's been hung out to dry a bit. Played well today but uh, yeah, in, in general, yeah, there was great support for the team but everybody knew at the end he was going to turn a certain way and I I, I, I understand why that is. Um, we, we, we can see, everyone can see the mistakes and but basic things that you don't have to be a football manager to see that is just a wrong decision, and we're seeing that week after week, and it's it's just hard to condone. It, it really is.
0: I thought today, it for me, it was the timing of because we had you know um, people chanting for uns without basically today. It gone beyond the football is shit. It was calling for him to be sacked. I thought today's performance didn't warrant that because I thought it was. We played for 10 men with 10 men for an hour. I thought the team worked really hard. I thought we stayed in the game the whole time. At half time, he, he made two substitutions. He brought Dickinson and Green on, uh, fresh legs at half time, um, extra, you know, a bit of extra energy and pace and whatnot. And I thought that the team stayed in the game for the whole game against, you know, the team that are second in the league with 10 men. I, I, we, we don't know how that game would have finished had we had 11 men on the pitch. If we, if, if we win that game today, then, you know, you've got Chesterfield, Wood, and uh, Sollyol un- unbeaten. And it's a different, pers- it's a different um, reflection completely on things. And so I, I think it is fine margins. That's what it is. And I think this is why I'm so despondent. This is why I'm so down about it is that we have gone to town, n- not, a collective we, but as a certain section of the fan base have gone to town on Unsworth straight at the first opportunity, the very first opportunity to go for him, they've gone for him. And Mm -hmm. now it's just Mm -hmm. building and building Mm -hmm. and building. Like Dom came on the phone in the other day and told us that he'd made his mind up in December, you know, after the Notts County game, you know, like (sighs) that, but that's early. That's really early to make your mind up about somebody. And, and and then you, what I'm, what I'm thinking is there is a section of the fan base that is look, sitting there watching the game, ignoring anything that might be positive and picking on everything that is negative. And there is there is negative things to, to pick on today uh, uh, th- through the through the season, no doubt about it. I'm as disappointed as anyone, as anyone that we've got one win in six. Very, very disappointed. When I'm not like a massive advocate for David Underwood and David Underworth football, I'm an advocate for patience and letting the man do his job and getting behind him while he's doing it. What that has meant is that some people have have, have, have said that oh, well that means that I'm you know kissing his ass and love him and all the rest of it and then and and but and then they're having a go at me on Twitter as if I'm some kind of somehow responsible because I'm yeah. advocating for patients that kind of this is when really this is what has got me down this week is and I've risen I've bitten this week I've risen to it and I've and I've had a go at people on Twitter that I'd, I would usually ignore um, you know. I made a sweeping statement myself and Dave like we both we, we called some of our fan base wankers and dickheads well i'll stand by that because there's plenty of them in any football fan base you know what i mean i mean we're not we're not unique in that respect um and then i got a i got a reaction then off off the aforementioned on twitter yeah you know, without actually naming any names they all bit and showed themselves to be exactly you know who they are we're we're all entitled to have a difference in opinion um there was a there was reactions to people the, sh- the chance of ones without people i could hear people like saying shut up and like no it's not just because a group of people chants it doesn't make it the overall feeling it, there, there were people that, that didn't want that to happen and 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 i'm trying to use this platform as to be a voice to say look it's just because you're the loudest and the most vociferous on twitter doesn't make you the 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 majority it, and and so that needs countering it needs challenging the man in my opinion, still needs a bit of time and a bit of patience because it is fine margins. We've not been getting outplayed. We've not been getting murdered. We do need to see his best 11 on the pitch. We do need to see what difference that midfield will make. And you know what? It might get to a point before the end of the season where results are just so bad and we might be hovering around where we are now and he might have to go and I'll back the ball to make that decision if they want to make that decision as and when they feel it's the time to go. But there's this sort of self-entitlement that we're like, well, the, Frank's put his money in, we, 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 the club is now sorted. Most, of, most people sat on their ass and did fuck all about that, by the way. Um, and then all of a sudden now we want like we want the world and we want it now. And that's what pisses me off about people.
1: I, I, and, and, and before I'll, I'll let Andy respond to that in a minute, and I'll just add some color from my perspective. I, I agree wholeheartedly with, with with the way you've surmised that is, um, it it's the entitlement. It's the uh, I've paid my money, so therefore I'm entitled to hurl dogs abuse, spit blood, and 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 have veins popping out my neck shouting abuse at people and making the whole environment completely and utterly unwelcoming and toxic because that's what South End was like the first game that I attended. I've got my two young boys there and uh, my friend Mark had his two young boys there. So you've got four kids under the age of 10 and there's a group behind me, you know, hurling dog's abuse at Joe Nuttall and dropping a C word multiple times every sentence. And it was just, Completely. No, my, my wife is like, I'm not sure I want to come to these days if that's what it's like. And I'm like, well, I was hoping it wouldn't be anymore, but it appears it's going to continue. And that that really is is part of the issue. Is I mean, I pay my money, so I'm entitled to to act like appallingly. No, I I just don't think you yeah, are. I don't think that's right. And th- the whole Chesterfield thing. So I'm watching that. And, yeah. I, so if you're saying there was people singing um, Uns Without today, you couldn't audibly hear it on the stream. I, I, I no, couldn't... because
0: it wasn't. You know, it was. It wasn't like the whole Rochdale road or anything like that. You know, it was just exactly. You know, a so, number so, of you know, people.
1: In there. He was there. He was
0: there. He was there. Yeah, it was I'm, there, I'm yeah sure, but it, it sure. wasn't the majority. It wasn't the majority, which is why he didn't hear yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's the point. That, that's the point I'm leading towards. There is is in in that in, in in home at home games in that stand. I think it is. Um, you know, I'm not there every week because I'm 200 odd miles away. I attend more away games to do home games, but I speak to plenty of people that go and i don't think it's the majority of people in 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 that stand or in the stadium that are holding that view but at away games it is very different because there is a significant more there's a significant larger proportion of those that want to act in that way and 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 i'm and i will name somebody right because um, i wouldn't ordinarily share the contents of private conversations or messages, but that Rubicon was crossed with me anyway. So I've had conversations with Bradley Knowles before now where he has said to me, quote unquote, I enjoy, or he enjoys the piss boil. I enjoy the piss boil, Andy. I, I like it. I enjoy it. And, I, and I've t- tried to say to him, but why? <laughs> You're just making the environment really unenjoyable un- 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 and toxic. Yeah, but it's a laugh, it? For you maybe, yeah. but not for everyone else around you. And that, 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 is the old mentality that that we've still got that 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 doesn't help?
2: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, but, but by counterpart, you can't say not everybody was joining that song, so therefore not everyone thinks that way. I, I'm never going to sing against a manager. It's, it's, it's not it's not what I want to do. I'm I'm not going to boo the team off ever. But I, yeah, I, I was I was quiet there you can't co-opt me into people that don't want don't think David Unsworth needs to be sacked.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I I'm not booing. I'm not singing him out, but I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking I can't imagine how he's going to turn this around and actually be a good football manager for us. And I do think he should be placed. I do think we should be looking to an alternative.
1: Yeah, I, and and I think that there, there'll be. So this this is this is the question now. I, I actually listen to. I like listening to Ryan Hamer because I think Ryan Hamer presents things in in a very, um, you know, presentable. a, 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 a decent argument that is persuadable. He, he, well, yeah, he he's a pretty level
0: headed, pretty level headed guy, isn't
1: it? Exactly. So when Ryan Hamer was on, uh, when I watched back the um, the phone in, uh, Ryan Hamer said. Um, how how do we uh, express our opinion then if we're not to be chanting on the terrace? Like, how, how do I get my point of view over? Like, I've got to be able to, I've, we've got to be able to sort of make that point of view. And you've got you got to say, okay, fair enough. Fair enough, right? Maybe, maybe um, a rendition of, you know, whatever they want, whatever they choose to sing is fine. um in, in that sense, and or, um the the foundation potentially that that could be a route where where maybe they express their opinions and maybe through the through the board ex- yeah. opinions could be expressed on behalf of supporters i, I don't know but the, the when when you see surveys uh and polls done on twitter i always like roll my eyes with with much hilarity on the basis that yeah course, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what, it, 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 it depends it, it, who posts to me depends it, 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 yeah, it's, he, it's, he an absolute, are. yeah. It's, it's an absolute cesspit of opinion. I mean, it's just, I, I basically barely ever like respond anymore. I'll, I'll flick through it every now and again, but like, I don't really want to flick through it because it's just bile. Mostly, no, it's
0: a race, it's a race to the bottom, isn't it? It really is.
1: Absolutely. And so, and so, and therefore, all, all you've got is the is like a, is like, um, that that a self-fulfilling prophecy of the people that are all congregate together in an echo chamber all saying what they want and you'll get numbers like you know and i think people have quoted with numbers like 80 80 percent of people want him out i mean and andy might know because um because we know each other um but i've done a survey in the oasis group um which, uh, if you listen to Will Holdaway, will we'll say we're the oldest and most level-headed fan group. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> but we did, yeah. I did. I did a survey in the Oasis group at about the same time as, as your Twitter survey poll was going off. And it was broadly two-thirds uh, to giving more time and and, and with patience, one-third yeah. out. Now, off a small number, just like Twitter numbers off small number, so completely statistically unreliable, and I'm not, therefore, quoting it, but I'm just giving you a comparison, is I think that... And that's not to say the two thirds that are saying giving more time, a bit like a bit like my position on it is. I'm not saying giving more time because I can definitely see that this man is going to be the second coming of Joe Royal. I'm not saying that that's the case at all. I have no reference point to make that that uh, that observation. I just am prepared to accept that I'm not in possession of all the information to make that decision, and I'm not the expert in it whereas the, the the Royals particularly are and the Rothwells it is their investment they can make that decision decision amongst them with the advice of Kevin Nor, uh, Kevin Roberts and and uh, Norwood and, and anyone else that they that they wish to listen yeah. to I support yeah.
2: them yeah I, I I think that's a really important thing actually when we talk about I think the question you asked should we give him more time now what what does that mean? But what, what what does it mean to give someone more time? So I'm thinking in a business situation, you might have you know, some factors have hit your business and you can't deliver. So, you know, maybe you can't meet your orders, you need more time. Maybe you need to do a deal with your customers, you know, just say, look, we're gonna be fit for a while, but we will get it right. What 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 does that mean with us, you know? Is it something wrong within the system? So that would mean we need more players, perhaps? I mean, it, it's hard to say that we've not given enough players to make it right. You might say one of your one of your team, one of your staff is failing. But you don't you don't just sack him, you say, what What do we need to help you achieve? Does David only need to go to another course? You know, where he'll he'll learn how to set up a, a football team. <laughs> you know, but what 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 are we going to do with this time? We can't just sit there and wait and you know do nothing because Dave Jones has been there for long enough that we can see what he does.
0: Well, you I mean you met that some good points there, and I think
2: with this time
0: we some good points there, and I think that it kind of like really dovetails into what Andy was just saying, because what we've got is people on the board that will be able to make those kind of observations and who will be looking at all those things in that kind of way, based on their experience in business and all this kind of stuff. So they have to to go through that process, don't they? And they do have to say, the thing is, is, we're in uncharted territory, right? We're in the situation where we've come from the lowest point we've ever been at and now we're trying to rebuild. Now, I... Stand by my um, prediction at the beginning of the season. I think we'll finish this season. I think we'll finish really well. I think we'll we'll be really strong. I think we'll, the team will improve and get better and get better and better as the season goes on. And I think we'll finish strong there. And I think we'll definitely be in contention for for promotion.
2: Yeah, can, can I can I up to you there, Matt? Yeah. What are we waiting for? What, well, this is this is the uncharted. This is the uncharted. Why are we playing bad bad formations now? What what, what what's going to be the trigger? We would say, okay, we'll, we'll start playing
0: well now. Well, I, first of all, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put the 100 of the blame on the manager. Players have to take responsibility when they're on the pitch, and I don't think that, uh, and that doesn't mean booing Joe Nuttall, by the way, because I think Joe Nuttall gets cuts a load of flak that he doesn't deserve. There are the players on the pitch have to take responsibility and accountability as well as the manager, right? They out there like they're to do a job. If they don't do it well enough, that's that's not entirely his fault so i don't think that the formations necessarily always uh, you can blame the man it's easy to blame the manager ultimately over a prolonged period of time the manager will be the one who gets um held accountable for results because that's the way it works in football but we're in this uncharted territory where we've gone from being the shittest we've ever been and the most chaotic and dysfunctional we've ever been to try all of a sudden going into this period where the set next year is kind of like People are saying, well, there's been enough time now, as if we've got some kind of barometer, as if there's some kind of checklist that, like... How how do we know what is the the right amount of time to go from where we were to where we are? Is is it all down to pounds spent? Well, we've spent this much money on this, this much money on this, this much money on this. Therefore, we must we must be here yeah. by now. The, the, the only the, the, the only way we'll big. know about with Unsworth is if we if the the, the honest thing the, the, the ultimate reality is is the only way we'll know if Unsworth is really 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 underperforming is if he gets sacked tonight and they bring another manager in. And that other manager turns it around like that, and we un, unless that happens, we won't know really, will we? Well, uh, well, let me take a
2: different tack. Um, I, I know it's not every every Oldham supporter's favourite thing, but I, I I'm a Celtic supporter as well. Uh Oldham is my first love, so don't get me wrong. If Oldham play Celtic, I'm I'm supporting Oldham. Uh, <laughs> When 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 Celtic play Kilmarnock or Dunfermline or whatever, I have an expectation, an absolute arrogant expectation, that Celtic are going to win that game. Mm -hmm. Because Celtic have massively more resources. They have far better players. They have better training facilities. And this is the same situation that we're in in our league. Our, our, Our pie sales must be equal to... Season ticket sales I would respectfully disagree game. with
0: with that as an analogy you're talking about one of the most famous football clubs in in the world who've got a you know century plus of of dominance in the Scottish League being a bigger club yeah. than they've been a bigger club for 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 forever up there we, i mean we we're at our lowest we this is a club that's been at its we're, lowest we're, ebb we're, last it, year so i we we we're, of we're sudden, still massive yeah, it, but, I, yeah, but the thing—it doesn't. The thing is, it doesn't matter about the size of the club when it, there is a lot more momentum that needs to go in a certain direction before. Undoubtedly, we are the, the biggest club in this division, but that doesn't make us the best football team in this division, and it doesn't make us miles really? ahead of everybody else because our, no. our downward momentum has been so, such that it doesn't turn around quick enough, no, and, no, as quick no, as we'd all like. I can't accept that. I'm sorry,
2: Matt. If if, if if we're going to accept that now, we're going to have accept that accept that for the next twenty years. That's bullshit. There's, ne- Andy. there's never going to
0: be. <laughs> That's bullshit. Gonna be Why? There's
2: never. This gonna is be the one time a place to be in charge of Oldham Athletic than now. We've got the best owner in the world. We've got. We must have five times the budget to most of the teams. We've got the new pitch. We've got everything. Most of right. the players don't even know who Simon Corny is or Abdallah is. It's it's Everything
0: is perfect. It's the best yeah, time ever. It is. It's fantastic, isn't it? But that doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. Andy, go on. Andy, Andy, Andy <laughs> on. <laughs> can on. Um,
1: so, uh, I, I'm not an avid follower of Scottish football, Andy, so you'll probably need to uh, correct me if I get this wrong. But would a better analogy, a Scottish football analogy for us, not be Rangers on the basis that when they got relegated to the very bottom division... That, 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 that never happened, Andy. Sorry. What never happened? That they were never relegated.
2: What happened to them? Uh the, the club you're thinking of ceased to exist and another okay. one started. All
1: right, all right, all right. A technical point, that the club ceased to exist and a brand new Rangers with the same potential on, on the basis that they were the, a, a, a massive club with a massive home and a yeah. huge fan base. When they began their rise back from the bottom, back towards their sort of you know what, what what would be considered their par position in the top division of Scottish football they didn't go through the leagues sequentially every year they stuttered and failed at they, times they, didn't. no 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 they, they missed one they missed one okay <laughs> so I guess I guess as an analogy even Rangers with their uh, size and scale still faltered and missed a, a potential promotion. In
2: a structure relationship, one, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, nah, yeah, they, they got too uh, much But I mean, even then, though, like they the scale, the divisions, difference divisions, yeah. The difference in size between Rangers and Scottish third or fourth division teams is not is is it is, is it's like that's like Oldham versus the Dog and Duck in terms of scale. So like that's a that's a gulf even beyond. None of that really matters. What matters is and 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 why. Uh, Andy and I was. I know Maka on Twitter doesn't want to wear the word Zen, so I'm going to use it definitely because he doesn't want to wear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> is you'll it, be showing your biceps? <laughs> well, you know whatever. Um, the Zen about the overall state that the club is in, right? That it got to this point where we where we now have a foundation for success, and ultimately. I am not panicking now because I know that this success is coming. The rebuilding of Oldham Athletic has begun, right? Would I like us to be further up the table? Yes. Would I? Do I think we should have had more wins out of the first six games? Yeah. Like I said, fine margins. I think that if we'd have beaten Halifax, and I think we could have beaten Halifax, and we didn't, um, and maybe today I, th- I fancied us today as well. If, if we hadn't gone down to ten men, fine margins. I think another four points, and it's not been such a bad start to the season. Things can things can change very, very easily. And I worry about the disruption of of and the cost of losing, of, of, of sacking the manager over the sake of being patient. Now, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what any of you listening think. It's down to Frank and Darren and the board to make the decision on the manager. Um, they might get, they're getting hung out to dry by certain people who think that it was a jobs of the boys thing. You know, and and and, you know that I think if the pressure starts to go on to them for that, that's probably more in like you know, I mean, there's 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 lots of different things where you could start pointing fingers and blaming. But I am happy that the club is where it's at, and that we have a foundation for success. And I'm not going to start. I'm not going to start having a go to go at the board for bringing the wrong man in in the first place. And I'm not going to have a go at the manager for doing his best, as I believe he is. And I'm not going to have a go at the players for not doing living up to, the, to 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 their potential on the pitch, which I don't think they do week in week out. I'm I'm happy to be a bit patient about it. The 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 the
1: whole jobs jobs for the boys thing, which is an accusation, which is banded about. Jobs for the boys means you're giving you're, you're doling out jobs to your mates. For the, for the purpose of looking after him or, you know, nepotism within within family structures. I, I think that the appointment of David Unsworth was made in good faith or, or, you know, the recruitment was made in good faith and the recommendation in good faith. I don't think... I don't, I to think it, I don't, I don't so, so to start accusing uh, the royal family, who are literally king royalty in relation to our football club, of jobs for boys, is basically allowing the narrative of Barry Owen to seep into your own lexicon. Pack it in. Mm. <laughs> it's an absolute nonsense. That isn't the case. If they've made a mistake, then they'll they'll hold their hands up, I'm sure, because they want the best role of athletic as well. But that 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 decision will will be made as a collective by people who know more about football management and professional football than I could ever imagine. So yeah. I, I, like for the same reason. When I come back to the Zen point, the, the I coined the phrase Zen, and, and the reason that the reason that we did the reason that that, that word was relevant um, is because at the point that we coined it, we had broadly the same cohort of people which are vociferously anti-Unsworth today. At the time, we're saying um, we're going to get relegated. We're going to go down. Uh, uh, Frank needs to get his cash, book, uh, you know, get get his money out and buy players quickly. Um, no one's going to turn up anymore. Uh, the fan bar is going to be empty. Even the Atleticos aren't singing. Uh, season ticket sales are going to be rubbish. None of which proved to be correct. <laughs> Literally none of it. <laughs> so it, what, we, what we were saying at the time was, be zen, right, chill out, let the people running the club run the club and it will improve over time, which is what it did last season. The start to this season has been utterly underwhelming. And Mr Unsworth, as much as he's a lovely chap and we enjoyed spending time with him when we interviewed him, I don't think... He, he, like I said, he might consider himself unlucky because he he could say fine margins, um, two midfielders signed. I've not been really able to use, but in a results based business, if Southend had not had points deducted from them for um financial irregularities, we'd be in the bottom four today. And that, given the investment and support that he's had over the summer, isn't good enough. And the the only the only question would be to, to Matt's point, and 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 this is the bit that we're not in possession of is. You know what? Uh, what do they know that we don't about the potential improvement in the future? Because they obviously were looking at that last season, and could we go on a run similar or ideally better, um, and place ourselves comfortably in the top seven? Because that has to be his minimum requirement. If he, if he doesn't get the top seven this season, then I suspect he's out on his ear anyway. Um, it, it, that that has to be the, the the expectation. To to Andy's point, for a club of our size in this division, go on, Andy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I'd uh, I, entirely add my support that um, you know, D- D- Darren, and I don't know how much involvement Joe has, generally don't know, but you know, obviously Darren's the man in the hot seat. Uh, Darren wants the best for the club and will make the best decisions as he sees it for the club. And I don't support any, you know, any sort of move against him in terms of bringing in the the system that he's brought with Unsworth and all the, the big squad. Big coaching squad. However, I don't think that's worked. I think it's obvious that it's not worked when we're being outplayed by teams who have you know, maybe a fifth of our budget and probably the manager and one part-time coach. Maybe it's their setup. So, what we've gone with hasn't worked. We know it hasn't worked obviously plays a big part. Uh, I put on Twitter the other day. You know, I'm I'm usually one of the absolute last people to to call for the coach to go or a manager to go. But yeah, but we, we we know we know it's not working, and it, it's sad. It yes, yeah. we, we we tried tried a big scheme. It's not worked. We need to try
1: something else. Well, we'll find out. I'm sure. Uh, what what decision they what decision they come to over the, the coming weeks but yeah. i think from my own personal perspective if it if if they decided it was the end of the road tonight i think like i said i don't think you could have a much, much complaint but i'm also very happy yeah
2: yeah yeah i'm to so putting in you uh, then but you know uh you know last, last uh commentary after playing by mud he said oh you know they were missing two midfielders
1: yeah, but, I, I, but, I, I think.
2: Borom would have missing two he, midfielders. You
1: know, yeah, he. Jesus, you know, we're missing two midfielders, and that's been the reason we're shit. Yeah, he he yeah. he doesn't. He, I have to say, he doesn't do himself any favors at times. Um, I think you the interview we did with us when it was we had a full, you know, hour and twenty <laughs> minutes with him. And it was nice and relaxed and we went at a comfortable pace and he answered everything. He was—he couldn't have been more accommodating, like answering questions. And I mean, everyone's listened to it, the listening numbers are big. Um, so, you know, he, he, and we asked him questions about, uh, you know, I, I was trying to represent the, the cohort of fans in that interview. Matt and I were trying to represent everybody's opinions and views of David Unsworth in that interview. And so Matt and I prepared for that For that. At that meeting, and we've gone through the questions, and we, you know, we decided in what order we we're going to do them, and how we were going to sort of interact with each other, and we, and we asked the questions about how we're going to set up. Is it going to be a high press? You know, are we going to? Are we going to? Is it counter attack football? What is it? And his answer to that, which he's replayed fairly regularly because he answered it, and that's fair enough. He said fast, dynamic football, and I don't think we've seen a great deal of that. I think. Yeah.
0: For he said he wants his teams, teams to play fast, dynamic football. That's yeah. what he says he wants his teams to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, and and I, th- I think I think now I probably I, I'm probably of the view that that I conclude that that fast, dynamic thing <sighs> is basically counter attack, isn't it? it? It is low blocks, at the counter attack at pace. Now that's fine. Yeah. I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered personally. You know, I, this is the point I was making earlier. Every, whatever generation you are, the only decent team lattices have had in the last thirty years, if you're old enough to even remember any of those teams. Had wide men in a four-four-two that peppered the box, and had strikers good in it. The- <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I, I remember you, Neil, you nearly having a heart attack.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was Walsh. No, so yeah. Him. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, well, it, well th- those were the days when those, the, <laughs> those were the days when we were playing convoluted systems with Connor Brown as like some some weak. And I'm like, why are you asking someone of like, a, that lack of ability to play a complicated role in a team? Just play four four two and get on it. But it, that, that's what people remember, and so that's part of the reason why our fans have been calling for four-four-two last season. And and and, be, and that's not how Unsworth wanted to set up. He was doing three, five, twos and what have you. And I thought the four three three might have worked today, actually. I thought that was I was looking forward to seeing how that set up, but yeah, obviously one goes off within no time at all. But anyway, I digress. The the everyone remembers that sort of four-four-two up and out of attack. If unsworth's gonna set up with a low block and counter-attack, I'm sort of fine with that if that's the modern uh you know technical approach that that a coach that you employ wants to play the problem is it's got to have some end product so it's got we've got to have some fast dynamic literal breaks that create lots of chances and and the problem is when you've got I I, my observation is not as a technician not as somebody who's skilled to make this this observation because I'm not a professional football coach but my amateur observation is when you've got Sheeran and Shelton as your two midfielders, you're not going to be able to do that very well because we give the ball away too quickly and it, but, we need that, better that, midfielders.
2: You know, there the, the, the are a couple of players who've been hung out to dry, frankly, and they have both looked fairly shit for us. But they, they both, if you've an athlete's team in our division, look at their pedigree, they'd be OK signings. Uh, they have been dragged down. Yeah, you we know, we signed Ragun clearly the marquee defender in our division. I'm not saying he's been bad, but our defence hasn't been great. Hogan's a pedigree defender. No, no one's done done all right, but, you know. He's he t- t- needs service. Not, firing. Need What's we're, 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 we're bringing players in, and you think, well, they're they're going to raise our raises up a bit, but they're not they get dragged down to the level that we're at and but then, that, that, that 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 can that can be the coaching team but and you know we say, you know we we create chances we don't finish them players don't push on when they can it's because none of our players have belief we we're not we're not strong as a team our players don't have confidence to to put themselves in possession for a pass or so, to make a pass so useful as
1: So, so what? Well, okay, so, and 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 you know that's that's very well reasoned and argued, and and you can see how people could con- uh, conclude that point of view. But therefore, does singing, uh, you know, does is the baying crowd looking for the piss boil, looking to go toxic? Um, you know, like, like I said, I, I couldn't hear anything on the stream today, but the behaviour at Chesterfield was pretty bad wasn't it i mean it it was you could hear it was very very loud i mean probably got better audio there than on the stream to be fair so you can pick up the audio better at at ground with with bt sports there but it was loud it was visceral and it was nasty and (laughs) it went early and it went early and 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 you and you sort of saying well um if if our players are lacking confidence and and, yeah the coaching staff have to take responsibility for that then we're just like foaming at the mouth as a collective at away games where where the, where the where it's dominated yeah. by that sort and, and I just yeah, don't think yeah. that helps
2: yeah yeah and and and, and I, I do uh, yeah I, I do agree with you there you know I, I say I'm I've never sang for a manager to be out of the game I've never booed um I might have felt it i I keep it internal. Um, I, I I think it the, the culture's has changed probably maybe because you know we we learnt to to be, to be Abdallah to be Corny slightly before that, and people. Yeah, uh, and I I don't condone some of the behaviour. Yeah, you know, obviously, yeah, you know, going on Channel to the goalkeeper is so far wrong, but yeah, I I I, I don't condone that. I also don't condone and I'm not, not being personal here. You know, a lot of people said the hashtags being an absolute fucking bonfire and it has, and everyone just needs to take a fucking step back on that and just stop calling each other out and you know, 200 long threads going back and forth. are not going to solve anything. You know, everybody needs to chill the fuck out a little bit there and yeah. But, but that it's, means- a, it's a
0: col- it's about a collective responsibility, Andy. I, I feel and I felt this right from since I started the podcast three years ago that as a, as a football club as a fan base we have a collective responsibility to to try and to try and set standards for ourselves in terms of what we expect and how we behave and all this kind of stuff. And there are people that are just waiting, waiting in the wings with bats and bricks and whatever else. Hmm. Figuratively waiting to pounce on people when they put when they put a say to say something wrong, do something wrong, or in their opinion. And and they contribute, like you said before, Andy, about loving a bit of piss boil and all this, contribute to the negativity. Now, my reaction on social media probably hasn't been great this week. You know, I responded last week because I was sat at home watching some of the people attacking me as if it was somehow my fault. That Unsworth was the manager and doing wrong. People like that need calling out. People like that need taking on. Um <clears throat> I have ignored a lot of shit over the last three years, a lot of shit, right? And I've let it go, and I've been the bigger man. All I ask for is that the manager gets he's given some patience. That's all I've asked for, uh, and that you back the, you back the club, you back Frank and the board. They've made decision. They've made this decision. Now back them and and, and back – and back. even if you don't have to back him, you don't have to sing his name at the game, but don't shout for him to be out after six games. If you so – oh, Frank's the saviour. Frank's brilliant. I everything mean, Frank can do you no wrong except for this, which we believe he has now done wrong and therefore we're going to – that's all I've asked for, right? And I've taken all kinds of shit off all kinds of dickheads, right? And I'm not going to – I don't have to stand for it right? And players don't have to stand for it. And managers don't have to stand for it. But football clubs don't respond to these things. And managers don't go on social media and don't respond to these things. I'm just a fan, right? If someone calls me a dickhead. I can call them a dickhead. Whatever. It doesn't matter, right? I, some of the way that some people go on, you'd think that I'd been elected to represent um, the UK in the European Parliament or something like that. Or I, I was an MP for Old and West. I'm, I'm a football, I'm on the board of a football supporters trust, Right. Get a grip. If you don't, that's what pisses me off, Andy, more than anything, is the people that give it out can't take it back. I didn't even have to mention their name and it triggered them. Right. And so they've shown themselves up to be who they are. If you're going to give it out to the manager or to people who can't give it back to you, you've got to be prepared to take it. If I redirect some of that at you, apparently at you, well, no, that's just tough. And and yeah. and, and, and it's if you can't give it. Sorry, I always get this wrong. Where if you can't take it, don't give it. And 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 yeah, did I let myself down on it? Probably did,
2: right? Yeah. But yeah, 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 you know, I, 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 I'm gonna jump in there, Matt. You know, I've, um, you know, nobody's high profile as you, but you know, I was, uh, you know on when the Blues management and you know did in the trust when I I only joined specifically because Barry Owen is not there now and i have moved back up north and yeah you, you know you do put your head above the parapet and you do get stick and and you know i, I said to the uh the push the boundary lads when they stepped down i said you know i bet you'll you'll feel like the whole fucking world has come off your shoulders because you, you, you just define yourself all the time and you're getting stick for no reason um if I can offer you a bit of personal advice to you, it would be you've just got to accept that that's going to be the case, and you can't answer every single person. So you can't, you, 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 you've you got can't, to let some it go, you know. You, uh,
1: you, you, you can't, you can't. And, and I know Matt lets an enormous amount of it go. Um But yeah, it's some, of the, some of the personal abuse from the people who have been triggered by Matt calling him out last week has been. You know, we've we've seen we've all seen it all on social media. All haven't got all haven't got Matt for what? Like you know, just having a pop in for nothing. Like and some of the I don't
0: I don't you know what I mean. We've had there's there's been bit of banter and. Sorry, Andy. We got we, we we had a bit of a delay on the thing then, so we were talking over each other. But uh, I don't mind a bit of banter. There's been some banter with like the likes of Reese and some of the lads off the bus and that, and they're singing songs and we're having a bit back and forth with Jack, and that's all fine. a Bit of banter. I know I've you know when I chat to these lads, I see them you know sometimes on away days and stuff like that, and that's and it's and it's bit of banter is no problem. Back and forth, a bit of piss taking, absolutely fine with that. And and people people who know me know that I can do I can take that kind of stuff on the chin and I'll give it back, no problem, right? It's people. There's some Chris G. uh, Blue ninety two or something. Just making stuff up on Twitter. Just saying like you know me about me wanting a media job at a club. Um, Things like this. Me doing. Just. I don't mind. You're just lying. People are just making uh, lies, and they just can't wait to shoot you down. And 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 it's that kind of stuff. It just. It's just annoying, and they're just little rats at the end of the day.
2: It'd be twelve years ago. People tell me that I was, you know, we did the all in the blue shirts. We're telling you know, I was there when Chris Taylor scored. You know, people tell me you know, we're making a thousand a month off this. You know, and so no, I know I was lugging shirts up and down the fucking country by train, flogging them because Matt was spending fifty quid a month. I was on pocket to pay for the websites, and you know, it, yeah, yeah, obviously. Whatever, whatever situation you're going to get
0: it, and so you've always got you, as you, you... as I, as I pointed out last week, you've always got the dickheads and the wankers, haven't you? Doesn't matter whether it's now, whether it's twelve years ago, or wherever. So look, I'm quite happy to stick that out there and say, look, <laughs> they they are who they are. Um, I have never, I will never accept a job at Old Athletic. I don't want a job at Old Athletic. I want to be. At, I, if I was a fan, uh, if I had a job at Latics, whether it was in the media department, I I could be on the board now if I wanted to be as the fans rep. I could very, very easily have gotten in that position if I wanted to. I said straight from the beginning, I don't want that. That's not why I joined OASF. I joined OASF because most of you listening wouldn't do it, despite my calls for me for, for you to do it. None of you had the balls to stand up and do it. I know that's not true. A few of you a few of you did, but most of you didn't. Um, and, and, and I put my money where my mouth is. So that's why I got that position. I didn't want it, but I did it because, I, I, you know, I said I would and I did. Um, and I don't want a job at the club. Because I'd rather be able to say what I want to whoever I want. Now, what we've replaced at OASF is we've gotten rid of uh, a fans rep on the board who at the time would not even acknowledge a petition with 3,000 names on it, right? That's what you add. You add, uh, what was it called? Paul, was it? Paul Jones, who was the, the, the rep at the time, wouldn't even go into the board room and say, there's 3,000 fans there have signed a petition against you. What are you going to do about it? So what you've got now is you've got somebody who you know is going to do that as and when the time comes. And if I feel that some of our fans need the, the need the machine gun turning on them for, for a quick blast uh, every now and again, then I'll do it. And y- you get what you pay for. You know what I'm all about. I'll say what. I think it needs to be said when I feel it needs to be said. And at the end of the day, if, if I felt that the, that the club uh, board were bringing um, the club into disrepute over something, or if I felt that whatever it was, I would say it and you know that I'm telling the truth because that's what, I, that's what I do. That's what, what I've been doing for the last few years. I don't know if David Unsworth is the man to take us forward. I don't know if he's got what it takes as a football manager, but what I do know is that is it, if he has this period that he's going through, We'll hold him in very good stead, and we'll make more of a of a manager out of him and more of a man out of him. Then, uh, and we will find out one way or the other if we give him a little bit of time to get through this patch. Can he do it? I don't know. Am I prepared to let the board give him the time? Yes, I am. That's all I've said. And if you think that I'm if you think I'm wrong in that, then that's fine. That's your opinion. We've no we've no problem having a difference of opinion. But attacking each other over over differences in opinion, I think you're right, Andy. It does need to stop. Um, I don't know whether I've done more to stop it or continue it during this podcast or not, but there we go. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Maybe everyone will forget by the time we finish Latik's Mind, Andy. What do you think? Yeah. You, you,
2: you know what? Um, if everyone on the O and the Blues hashtag just. I think there has been some mellowing, but you know. Maybe it just appeared just to everyone say, you know what? We'll leave that there for now. You know, take a breath, and, and you know, that is, that is, not, that is not directed at all, particularly at you, Matt, or uh, anyone who's taking a different view. We all just need to fucking chill a bit out of it. You know I'm what? Not I know. Say Tremend- I'm not going to say Zen. Definitely not going to say Zen. But what would know, help because- tremendously,
0: yeah. Andy, is some wins. It really would, you <laughs> That yeah. would be tremendously helpful. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no, we we all exactly agree. On, we all agree on that front. I think. Uh,
2: obviously, that's in a circular argument about how we're going to get them,
1: but uh, exactly. that's fascinating football. Exactly. football.
0: Exactly. Come
1: on, then. Latics mind, Andy Roberts. What does that mean?
2: Are you ready, Andy?
1: Music?
2: Oh, you're going to ask me questions. Oh yeah! It means are you ready? To- oh no, I'm 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 gonna get record world score here yes. now because I, yeah, go on, go on, hit me with it. Go. On.
1: Who did Latic sell to Glasgow Rangers in 2019? Uh, George Edmondson Correct Who did Andy Ritchie Score his first goals For the club against In August 1987 I don't know Brighton Huddersfield Town Who was the last manager Appointed by Simon Corney
2: uh, oh, God, I'm, I'm going to get about Five years wrong here Um
1: you're gonna run out of time, yeah. No, good pass. Okay, hey, we'll come back to that. Uh, who was in goal for Latics when they won 1 0 at Everton in January 2008?
2: Can have have a a
1: eight? Um, um, it
2: wasn't Paddy Kenny, was it?
1: No, it was Mark Crossley. Who scored the first goal of David Unsworth's tenure? That must have been
2: a special one. Uh,
1: played a significant part in today's game?
2: Oh, was it Gardner?
1: Mike Fondop versus Wrexham. Which striker did Latic loan from Crystal Palace in 2016? I've started, so I'll finish. Uh, from Crystal Palace in 2016-2017. Mike, you've got the music on loop. Yeah,
0: it's... Be like, yeah, go on, sorry.
2: Was well, it the guy we had before from... Um... So Brown uh, uh, brown
1: something, um no, I don't know. Freddie Ladapo. So you oh, got yeah, one correct right, yeah. one correct and one pass. one pass was who's the last manager appointed by Simon Corney? It, huh? oh, it was huh? Wrong. What was it was it uh Richie? It's it's a great, it's a great shout. It was it was actually technically Richie Wellens. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Because uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was still in charge just before. Yeah,
2: the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I say I have got the mind of a sieve for stuff like this. Well, yeah, you I, didn't, I, didn't get,
0: you I, didn't I, get I, the worst I, score, Andy. So don't you know? You didn't get the worst yeah, yeah. score. I, I, I asked
2: me about anything from when I got a sixth form job to when I left university and not a fucking clue. <laughs> 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 Lovely.
0: Right, so um so you would you sack him in the morning, Andy, or would you not wait till then?
1: Which Andy are you asking?
0: Uh Andy Roberts. Yeah, I I I I've, I've, I have I've I I just genuinely don't believe
2: that he's going to I, I can't see what's gonna change. You know. I, I can't, you know. He, he's was he fifty three, fifty-four, he's done what he does, he only changes it when he's about to get sacked, and then he goes back to what he thinks and the, the, the thing that sticks with me forever is is when we were really, really bad last year, he said, I could I could change the team to win games, but I'm building something. And I thought that was the worst thing I've ever heard a football manager say. <laughs> you know, why, why, why don't you just pick a team to win games? I suppose it's theoretical, we're going to be
1: better in three years because of this. No, nah. come on. Peace, peace. He 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 does he does say things sometimes that don't help. It's like the the, the basketball. I, I don't. He said after ball and what I don't. You know I don't like it being a basketball. I don't want it to be a basketball game. I don't like it to be a basketball game. Same same at Chesterfield. You're like, well, there are times. I sort of there is a little bit of me thinks, well, we don't mind it <laughs> so long as we don't lose every game. And I think that that's kind of like I know that if if you try and boil down the the, the, the view and keep calm over it of what people want. They, want. they want us to see us have a go. And that's fine. I, I want to see us have a go as well. I guess we can only have a go if we've got players that can have a go. And if we haven't got, you know, if if we haven't, then maybe we're setting up defensively. What's most
0: important play. to me, Andy, is, is that we start to build a su- success. We we start a winning mentality and we start winning games of football. Now, if, if that means we start winning games of football on being really, really difficult to beat, um, and we score one or two goals and we win games and under the you know whatever the ideal uh, of unsworth football is and and it works great but it has to work that's the important thing and at the minute whatever it is he's trying to achieve, isn't translating into results. So I'd rather us be more difficult to beat and win games on low-scoring games than than be another Harry Kuehl side. Like, I had to have this conversation with somebody. We finished 18th and it was entertaining, but ultimately it gets you absolutely nowhere. So I'd rather us, whatever this philosophy that Unsworth has got, it's fine as long as it works. And I will take winning over anything at the minute and and, and getting... uh, Becoming a winning team um, and a winning, a winning club and a successful club again—that's most important. So yeah, ultimately, absolutely. it's down to the manager, it's down to the players to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah, and, and uh, yeah. I, I, I just think we've got the wrong squad to play back to you know, scrap and win and defend and dig in, because because we've actually got good players. So we, we don't have the right players to play. We're going to just defend and scrap and. Drag it out. No, we, we've got the players to go and smash teams.
0: Right. That, that so when the next game is on Saturday against points, yeah. let's all, let's all. I mean, it's an away performance, so we can expect a point, presumably. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy Roberts, thanks for joining us, my friend. Uh, I, think, I think we gave the uns without argument plenty of time there, did we not? Oh, it's a whole blooming episode, wasn't it? I think, <laughs> I think so, so. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I, I, I I almost feel like the couple of you were just ever so slightly inching towards that side of things, anyway. But, uh,
3: we'll, well,
0: I mean, I mean, patience is my is my key word for, for and, and back the the board and, and and for everything that they've done for the club. If if they believe in him and he's their man and it's part of their team, yeah. then. Yeah. I just
2: sure. I, yeah, They'll they, 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 they believe in him until the exact second that they sack him. They sack him they, they exactly, let, and exactly. it's they place in between times.
0: And they will. It's up to them to make that. They they will realize at some point that it's either worth pursuing or it's not worth pursuing. And but I'm I'm happy to let them make that decision.
1: And and and, and so and and so am I. And there's one one sort of I I didn't get to the opportunity to slide it into into the narrative we have before, but um. The, the the thing that really struck a chord with me, which some people were trying to defend at Chesterfield, is, is sort of what was body language that was quite aggressive towards Frank in that way and as, as he was walking out. And and whether it was, uh, you know, some people wanted to justify it on distance, whether it was one inch in front of his face or two metres away. Two metres made it fine, one inch didn't. It, it, it didn't matter how close you were. That gesticulation and body language and throwing of arms towards uh, frank after everything that they've done is is not is just not on for me yeah, I, and yeah I, and, I, I i didn't think that was nice no he, absolutely and and it, and it is completely and utterly entitled and short-sighted and completely just a toxic atmosphere which makes it completely un uh, unpleasant to be amongst I, I i don't want to take my children and my wife to it because because if that's how people want to behave um and it, if frank was my dad um my, my dad's gone now but he he, he it was a little bit older than Frank, but if that was my dad, I wouldn't be happy if I was Luke and Sue seeing people behave like towards my. Yeah. You know, and I know, yeah. I know Frank's a fit man and and a, and a strong. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, yeah. It's I'm just backing him okay. if he needs to, but. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, look, it's, uh, I entitled last week's episode "Respect," and 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 people thought that was ironic. I actually got a lot of support from for what I said last week, Um, yeah. and. I challenged a lot of that. That type of behavior is what I was talking about. And some of that behavior and some of the behavior on Twitter and not just everybody that has a different opinion to me, because if you've listened to this podcast for long enough, you'll know that I respect people's opinions. We've got through the whole of the Abdallah route scenario um, where we, we encourage people to boycott games, but we always respected them. If they went, we never, it never got nasty uh, in, 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 in that situation. So I of course respect people's. Andy, you've got your opinion. Andy Roberts, your opinion about uh, about ones without. Now we're we're at at slightly different uh, positions in our argument. Doesn't I'm not like, you know, hurling abuse at you. I mean, I respect your point of view and I respect you coming on chat chatting about it. So it's not about having a difference in opinion. It's about giving each other a little bit of respect and. Especially the the, the manager uh, sorry the, the, the owner of the club who's brought in these people to, to spend millions of his money of his, of his kids and grandkids' inheritance to try and bring success to our club. it doesn't mean that it's going to work on the first attempt. there will be patience required. and I, what, what worries me is that when people are, are so are reacting so, so quickly. I mean, what's going to happen if we don't get promoted this year or next year or the year after? What what what's the reaction going to be like from the fans? How are they going to respond if you can't handle it six games into the to the to the, the new season? How are you going to respond in future? And that that concerns me because you don't always get what you want in football, no matter how hard you work and how hard you try. So if we let's try and exercise a bit of patience now while there's still plenty of time for us to practice because. It, we could be in this situation for a long time yet and it won't be through a lack of effort from the people that, that want to get us out of this uh, you know the people who own the club and the fans as a whole let's just try and be a bit, a little bit patient let's leave the final word to the fans only I'm here
3: with the world famous Bradley and it's not Dave Bradley it's Bradley Knowles how are you doing pal? yeah doing good mate doing good pal so two draws Chesterfield and Boreham Wood are now going into Sully today. Are we confident? Yeah, 3-0 win. Uh,
4: whatever the tough gets going with Unsworth, somehow he pulls out of the bag. Look, last season, he did it against Dorking, beaten 5-1. Chesterfield away, we somehow win 1-0. When he's on the brink, he comes out of it and, we, and he gets a win. Today, he'll do, he'll do the same again. Do you think the crowd will be a factor today? Uh, yeah, the, the fans will be, be behind him, uh, behind the team, but we be positive. We're not playing, playing 10 yards further forward. We're sitting back defending people get disgruntled with it and they just want us to attack and actually go and try and win a game, if we're positive. Then the crowd will be positive.
3: Do you think it's it's a case of trying to get what you can away from home and get as many get three points at home is going to be the success for recipe for success this season? No,
4: um, he said he wants to be a winning machine. Uh, that's what he said in pre-season. Uh, to be a winning machine, you've got to be winning home and away. Yeah, look, good points are away from home. A point you don't argue with it, but to get to win the league. To be top two three, you need to be winning your way games. The home games, the last two, obviously Aldershot shot we we played very well, but again we were a bit negative and Halifax we sat back, let's just try and play on the front foot for once and not try and soak up and play the counter. We've got the players like Norwood, Dickinson, who are coming from League One, League Two teams, who are tough players and let's play, let's play to the strengths. Oh, fast dynamic football then. Yeah, fast dynamic football. I didn't like. say that. Well, you annoyed him, but that's all we want. Just want, to be, just want to be positive and just go at teams.
3: Cheers, Brad. Thanks very much. Hi, I'm just here. watching your um, Paul pal? Kev Bowden. So, thanks for talking to me, Kev. What do you think about the uh, result against Borham Wood, firstly? And what do you think we'll get out of the game today? Well, it's, it's going to be difficult. We're in a difficult league early on this season. He's trying to find the best team, so not unexpected. Disappointing, but not unexpected. But I think it's going to be a 3-1 to latics today. Do you yeah? Solid at the top of the league and they've been, they've been doing quite well. I'm confident at home, confident. Right. So you think that'll be the uh, message for this season, win your home games and try and get as much as you can out of way? Definitely. It's yeah. gotta be, we've got to make it we're getting better crowds now, we've, we've got to make it for us bound boundary park. So a lot of a lot of fans have been critical, like we got beat frustratingly against Halifax, but then we we got a last minute win against a last minute draw sorry against Chesterfield and then we drew nil the Little More and Wood, but you have taken that for them two games? We're taking a win, obviously, but at the end of the day, he's still trying to find the best team. We've got a lot of new players coming in, I know a lot of teams are similar in the league. But I mean, at least we're giving him some time to sort his best team out, and that's the benefit of it. Do you think the criticism is a bit too harsh? Fans are entitled to whatever they want to do. No problem with that, you know. But like said, for me personally, I'm pleased with sticking with him. Uh, sometimes it's a bit frustrating, but at the end of the day, he's the manager, not me. So he picks the best team available. Right then. So do you think we'll get the playoffs this season? Minimum. 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 Really? Definitely. I'm 100 on that one. Well, you said you didn't listen to the podcast, but hopefully you'll listen on Monday when this comes out, yeah, pal. It yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much. I it. Hi, I'm just here. With what's your name, pal? Mason Young. So, Mason, a draw against Boreham and Wood. What do you expect for today against uh, Solihull? Um... A 2-0 win, but realistically 2-0 win to them. 2-0 win to them? Yeah. Right, so you got no confidence in the team, though. No? Why? Uh, Unsworth. Why what? Come on, a bit more, elaborate. Um, well, where do we start? He lies in interviews. Erm, um, he like San Marino, and he
1: can't, has no plan B.
3: So is it, you don't think he's the right man for the job, though? No? no. Who would you have instead of him? Erm, um, um, don't know. Anyone, anyone at the board? One. Okay. Well, thanks very much, mate. Cheers. Nice. Thank you.